Oh, Danny boy, old friend, old foe, old champion. How are you, my friend? I'm well, I'm and well. And champion. Good to see you again. Yeah, good to see you via the screen, obviously. It'd be great to see you in person, but obviously we're in Victoria, COVID lockdown. Hey, Dan, I actually have a question. This is a legitimate question. I've been thinking about this um, in COVID, in lockdown. Obviously, have a bit of time to yourself and... Um, yeah, just been thinking about a lot of things. Yeah. Um, some I won't bring up, some I will. Mm. One of them is I've been watching TV. Good start. And I thought I'd ask you this because you're on t- you were on television like a fair bit. Yeah. Big Brother, and you 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 know how to be on television and stuff. I know how it works. Um, yeah, you know how it works, and I'm thinking you might know someone that can answer this question, or someone from the audience might ask this, and it's a it's a terrible question. But I I just want to say that at the start, it's a shit question. This is not meant to be funny. It's just genuinely wondering. Mm. Television, right? On in Australia, you've got channel seven, nine, ten, yeah, channel thirty-one, yeah, and then you got the ABC on free to air. Mm. Who gives out those numbers, and how do you get another TV channel if you wanted one? Like, how could you get another television channel? And why is there no like six? Why do they skip eight? Like, I'm I'm just honestly wondering. I don't know. Yeah, look, um, I've been pretty bored in <laughs> lockdown as well, but I've never thought about that. Even like, even though how bored I've been, that's never ever come across me. But do you want to buy a, a channel? We should buy Channel Six. That's what I was thinking though. But how would you actually buy it? I don't know. Like, who would be governing the channels? There's got to be someone that works on the channels. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. I'm not sure. It's- Interesting. All right. Yeah. Well, if you haven't fallen asleep already, we've got a whole <laughs> show that's exciting. But if you know that answer to that question. Let us know, and we'll tell everyone next week. And um, if you never speak to us again, we appreciate it. It's been 20 episodes. It's, it's been, been fantastic. Good. Let's go. Hartley kicked one from 50 last week, and he's missed the start. He's celebrating. He's celebrating a point. Jackie Chan returns. Gorham just kicked it. Oh, man, 20 episodes in. I actually genuinely feel like I'm getting worse at this. No, I feel like I'm getting better, if anything. I'm coming okay, into my good. own here, 20 You're... episodes in. Hey, guess what I'm on? I'm on TikTok, finally. TikTok. Yeah, you are. You are. I've been a lot of messages about this because you've been deleting TikToks again. No, you know what? Community guidelines. I've been violating them. <laughs> oh, community guidelines. Yeah. So what happened? You've, you're famous on... You've blown up. Well, I've had it for three days and I tell you what, they call me the new king of TikTok. And I just... I'm, oh, I'm really? taking it by storm, mate. And I don't really understand what's going on. I know that there's a big group of cool boys. Bryce Hall. Um, there's also Logan Paul. Um Noah Beck, there's Taylor Holder. They're yes. the cool boys of TikTok. I'm starting my own mm-hmm. swag boy group, so you're more than welcome Bungie. to join if you want. I appreciate that. I'm going to actually tell you one of my favorite TikTok accounts. If you just keep talking for a minute, yeah. I'm going to find I'm, it. You just I'm not keep, really you just sure. Keep the like, I don't really get at what point um, getting your mates around and like taking your tops off and doing dances together became cool. But I really want to grab like the boys around one night, have a barbecue, a few VBs, and then we'll just do a few dances. I think that's all. That's what my next time. I, I, do, I honestly don't know be. how that. Yeah, how do you I do that? that. Like, and if I actually all, tried to do that, I'd be knocked out. And all their hair is the same. It like comes right over their foreheads and just slightly comes up at the top. And I've been trying to do it, but I'm not sure what they're putting in their hair to make it stay so cool. But. I so want to do it. I've got a few favourite accounts. I reckon we should actually get some. Yeah, me too. Have you got them written down there? Because I've, I've got a couple. No, I've got them followed, mate. Um, I really, I'm a big fan oh, of um, William Gibb. Will Gibb. Oh, he's my... Dan, don't he's even... My this favorite. is a bloke that I've been sending to... Dan, Sam, oh, Sam can't talk right now, but this bloke, I've been sending you his TikToks for like mate, 12 months. He was the one the guy that I was Between you at. and me, mate, I'm the king of TikTok. We're now TikTok friends, so that's good. 
Um, he's very, very funny. Massive fan of him. He's following actually, you. That's cool. He is. I'm actually a big fan of Frame at Lawns and Gardens. They just cut lawns. Oh, how good's it when they clean the pools and stuff? Like, it's I so love cool. it when they clean the pools. So sick. Um, I love Will Taylor. We reposted his video last week. Oh, that was hilarious. That was one of the funniest videos I've ever seen. <laughs> like, at the thing goes, how are you, big fella? <laughs> <laughs> For anyone so that hasn't true. seen that video, jump on her Instagram at Liz Cloggers. That was Will Taylor. Sent so that one good. in. We reposted it. I've got this one bloke though. I'm trying to find him. Gee whiz, he's the funniest. You know the guy I'm talking about, Dan. The one I send you all the time. Yeah. And he did the one the other night, like what I can do in 60 seconds. And his dad oh, was like, sending yeah, him to yeah, yeah. I and he wrote that, yeah. the album and won the Grammy in like under 60 <laughs> seconds. It was one of the funniest <laughs> things I've ever seen in my life. So um, good. So it's very good TikTok. It went off for a little bit. I deleted it, but I'm back on it now. I'm so back on. Big are you one. saying? Are you saying that? you might be able to get me and Bryce Hall linked up for a, a boxing match. Because we we're going to talk about the boxing match yeah. later that's just happened with, with Logan Paul and Mayweather. I honestly would love to fight Bryce we'll, Hall. We'll touch on this later and, and go into it more, but I think if you two had a fight, and it pains me to say this, I reckon you'd knock his head off. Like, Thank and you. It's just, it's, it'd be amazing to see, mate, but we'll get into it a bit later on. But TikTok, I'm on it. Yeah, Guys, we will. Follow us, follow this cloggers, follow yourself, deal, follow producer Sam. Don't know if yeah. he has it. Probably doesn't. And yeah, we're all on it. Dylan Friends, list cloggers, and what's your, your name's a bit strange on it. Swag Boy Goring. Swag Boy Goring. Then another guy I love is called Will Uzi, at Will, Will Uzi. Uzi. Yeah, it big is fan one of the funniest counts I've ever seen. Anyway, we could talk about this all night. Also, let's, um, big week coming up, a good week coming up for a lot of players. The, the bye week's here for it some is players. Nothing How better than the bye week. That was honestly man. when I was playing. I was just like, please, man, please just get me to the bye. Because you know, yeah, you know you're halfway. Off. You're halfway there. You probably haven't been playing a game. You have those four days off just to like really just not have the pressure of playing twos football, which is unbelievable. Mm. And the going in Monday, it gets tough, mate. I had like I had a shower. Obviously, I have a shower every day, but I had a shower this morning, and I was I don't know why, but I was thinking about the times that the coaches on a Monday will put up your player ratings, and I was like, that oh, is God. just the most embarrassing thing. Like every Monday, seeing like a four out of ten, like red, red, red coming up for like commitment effort. Set that, put that in context because I, I feel like this might happen at some clubs. I don't know if it happened as bad as what it That's did what when we were playing. But like genuinely yeah. we'd walk in, you, after a game you'd give a rating of four areas and it was like, were you tough, were you vocal, were you leadership and were you, you know, the team values, red and, red and um, green. And then mm-hmm. you'd also mark yourself out of 10 Online and and ten was unattainable. Like it was, it was no never, one could get it. You were never going to get ten. Seven was like a, a a really good game. Eight was like incredible. Nine was like you, you know you rarely saw them. I think Liam Jones got one ten once in like the VFL. He dominated. Like a six was like genuinely you'd be wrapped with that. I was like I don't know about you, but I never got a seven. Like ever. Nah, never, ever, ever. So there was that, and there was also that other one. Um, we had the blues. Like you'd come at your pressure rating and your pressure acts, and like oh, the be DIs, like a, the DIs. All, the, all the good players be the top end and have like thirty six. Thirty six is like amazing. That's like chase downs. Um, you know, standing in the mark correctly. Shepherds, one percenters. I'd like a good score for that would be forty. Then like go down like to the end, it'd be like minus seventeen, like the incorrect standing the mark and stuff. Dan, <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm not even joking, man, Dan. I, I don't even know if you remember this, and this was honestly, like, I can laugh about it now, but one of the lowest points in my life. I remember, I'll, I'll set the tone for the week. This I'll set the tone of how bad this was. I was on the way out. I got called into the office um, with Bolts, and he said, mate, good news. 
Um, you're playing this week. Do you deserve it? No, you don't. You don't deserve it at all. But we've literally just got to play you because we have no one else. And I was like, fantastic. That's great. Good to, good to know that the faith is in me that I can play this week. It was against the Western Bulldogs. Go out there on the G. I The first contest of the game, ball went straight through my hands. Okay, So I was just like straight through my hands. Fantastic. Fuck. I've just like stuffed this up because like it's just cooked. I remember like played on for fullback, got like just, I don't know, like I was like running to kick it and just got pushed over. Like didn't even try and kick it, just got pushed over, out of bounds. Anyway, come off, cop a spray, come back out, go on, mate. This is, you know, come on, you got to do this. Literally run back out in the second quarter, do my hammy. Bang. Like just pop my, I've never done my hammy in my life. It just like ripped off the bone. <laughs> I tried to go through. This story will get better. Get on the field. I'm sitting on the bench going, take it in, son. This is the last time you're ever going to see this ground, okay? So take that in. Funnily enough, it actually was the last time I ever saw that ground because I'd never played on it again. Get <laughs> so in. Bad. It gets even better. So not only have I played my last game ever, I know I'm getting delisted. I played two quarters of the game, did my hammy, go in on Monday morning thinking, oh, look, they're probably going to take it easy on me. They might not do my rating. Look at my rating. I've got a five, four reds, and had minus 14 pressure acts in a half a footy. <laughs> in a half. So they've just gone, you know what? This bloke's on the way out. Let's just kick him in the face while yeah. he's down there because, like, you are so crap. Um, and that's, that's something that so I will never true. forget. And I There's- really – like – Literally out for the rest of the season with my hammy. We lost by 60 points. I was on the ground for two quarters and I've got lower lower pressure acts than any other player on the ground. And I played two quarters. That's, that's so how funny. That's how bad I was, apparently. There's nothing worse um, than like when you're injured and like you think you'd escape that player rating. But like say I did like a calf, like often like heaps times in the first quarter, you come in on the Sunday or Monday and still have a three rating. Like, mate, how do I get a three? I've done a calf in the first 10 minutes. Like, couldn't be that yeah. bad. Like, you notice when like bad. the good players when they play well, you never review the game. Like you're just like, no, let's just have it. Like yeah. we'll just miss it this week. Like don't worry about it. But as soon as I'm trailing in, we're gonna watch it and magnify and, and we'll cut the head off. But if this is you, you're a piece of you're a sack of shit. Anyway, let's not get stuck on that. It brings up bad memories. Um, mm, let's true. talk about the mid season draft because you embarrassingly you embarrassed yourself a little bit here. What, yeah, what did you do? Uh, did I did, embarrassingly? You didn't get picked up? Yeah, embarrassingly put my dreams on the line and fall short of them just. Mm, okay, then. If that's embarrassing, then lock me up in the embarrassing <laughs> jail and throw away the key, uh, mate. Cause I All was, right, key is thrown away because you off. are in I, jail. I did have a phone call with a footy club. Um, so, no, you didn't. Mm-hmm, okay, I did. Actually. Who? Oh, look, details aren't Don't important. call me Ashley. Details aren't important, mate, but I was pretty close. You know, They came knocking at the last hour and I said, look, if I'm still there – by all means, take tell me. Us who di- tell, us who, tell us who did it. Swear on list cloggers. Swear on everyone. Well, I spoke to the Nord Footy Club in Adelaide. <laughs> and they that's said if you, they, they said if you didn't get picked AFL. up. Oh, I didn't lie, mate. I said a footy club. So, look, yeah, obviously missed out. Um, and like I said, um, I said somewhere early in the week, there was 27 picks and that was 27 opportunities missed by footy clubs. To um, take yeah, me, and make very them better. So. I appreciate it, and and we do love we do love the fact that you put yourself out there. So so kudos to you on that, as I would say mm. on LinkedIn. Kudos Thank to you, you. Um, Danny boy, Danny boy. Just yeah. a quick one. Do you know anyone that got picked up in that mid season draft? Do you do you, do you know any of those names? No, nah, none. Do you? Yeah, okay. Well, that, I thought you'd give me that answer. That's why I'd put this in there. Kai DeClays, poor uh, Kai DeClays. He actually played with us in the VFL Northern Blues. You don't remember who he is? Yeah, I was playing that third, shows mate. A teammate that you were. <laughs> Sorry, I was, I was playing at 9am. You two guys were at 11. He used to play with us at Northern Blues. Absolute star player. I remember him. I was like, geez, this kid's a good player. Ended up leaving Northern Blues, then went to Werribee, 
um, played under Mickey Barlow. So congratulations to him. He's gone to Melbourne. Um, so absolute start. Congratulations to Kai. Mid-season draft. Fantastic. Yeah, and that's a bit disappointing. I'm sure he'd be disappointed that you don't remember playing with him in the VFL, Dan. Again, mate, I can't say this enough. I was, wasn't playing at 12 p.m. I was playing at 9.30. I know, but you should have been, what, you should have been watching the, the, t- the mate, seniors too worried about doing to the one see what you could right. do. Do the one percent as well. Stand the mark. Make sure that's plus three points. Okay, there's enough going <laughs> on in my plate. Uh, well, congratulations and all serious congratulations to all the players that got picked up mid-season draft. Very, very huge. We love that list. Cloggers here, and uh, it's very, very good things. Um, Dan, it's that segment that people love, and we can't get enough of this. Massive. We really can't. There's plenty here. It is. You say it. People who. People who. People who. We hate the things that these people do. I don't know, did you forget what it was then? Or? No, I was just making sure that we were in the right spot. Yeah, uh, I'm Danny, Danny. this segment, man. This, this is the best segment. Oh, mate. It's my favourite. It's the best. Um, yeah, too many messages, to be honest. Like it, It's it's unbelievable. We love the community so much. When I say too many, there's still not enough. Keep them coming. We not. absolutely love it. It's fantastic. I was, I was rummaging in there really, again really today. Them. Yeah. I was in there rummaging Go around. Who, what's yours? Okay, Luke, I'll send a few that um, the cloggers have set in. Luke Parker, and this one, you do this a bit, actually. Luke Parker from the Swamps? No, it's not. It's Luke underscore Parker underscore seven, I think, by memory. Could be okay. his burner account, not sure. Um, okay, sweet. This is you. People who <laughs> just post a Spotify song on their Insta story. Oh, that is so me. <laughs> that is you. Oh, my God. I average three of them a week. And Luke, <laughs> you don't like it, brother? You know what to do, okay? But that is not going anywhere. Let's that go into the mindset I, of you. Know, go into the mindset. Tap into you your know mindset. So what are you thinking? About, yeah, do you know what's so funny about that is the fact that I know for a fact if anyone else did that, I'd be like, you're a loser. But somehow <laughs> in my mind, I think I'm so important that like people want that from me. Yeah. Um. Yeah, no, I, I honestly needed to hear that. I, I apologize. Um, I'm a big fan of it. Wow, that's... Yeah, I'm a big fan of that. And now I just realised that it's mad. It takes big balls to be like, oh, I like this song. Everyone else listen to this song and tell me, tell, not tell me what you think, but like jump on this wavelength. Yeah, there's a part of me as well that just wants to, like, I just want people to enjoy it. Like, I'm like Sam is when you listen to a, watch a movie and he's like, yeah, I know you, you, watch, you, you watch that on surface level. I'm like, you listen to this on a surface level. I want you to listen to it on my level. Yeah. Listen to every beat change. Listen yeah. to the emotion in the voice. Like, you're and not listening yeah. to it like I am. You're probably listen just listening. You're listening to Chris Brown saying these hoes aren't loyal, but, like, I'm, like, thinking about it a bit deeper. Okay, like he's saying that they're not loyal to him. So think about that. Yeah, well, not in that context, but I was more <laughs> thinking just, you know, the emotion in a song, you've got to really hit it in your heart sometimes. And if I want to share that with everyone that follows me on Instagram, I apologize for yeah, absolutely that's nothing. That's so, fair. Yeah, not going to change. Um, but I appreciate the, the send in and it is a good one. Mm. Um, so. And it's just funny because like I think that I'm doing this good deed. Never once have I ever clicked on anyone else doing that before, so I'm sure that no one's doing it to me either. Love how personally you've taken this. Yeah. Was that an attack? Because I took that personally. <laughs> Give us one. My one? Okay. I was thinking about this one for a while and I've built off it because there's just so many facets to this. People who ride their bikes to work. Shut up. Absolutely shut up. Like, mm. I don't care. I honestly don't care. I see you walking through the office in your full Lycra with your helmet still on. Yeah, I don't, don't do care. that. I don't care. Yeah. 
Don't ask me about the traffic in the morning. Yes, there was traffic. I know you're on your bike in the bike lane. I don't care. It took you three hours, mate. Anyway, Mm. it took you three hours and it was freezing. So I don't care. There's lots of ways I can go. I used to have this thing about, I don't know why, but... I had this thing where, like, I discovered that the Uber drivers never take their helmets off, no matter where they are. Like, on bike wearing them when they run into your house or, like, to your doorstep, they're wearing them in a restaurant, picking up I the like food, that. they're safety. always wearing them. Yeah, for, for safety safe. from falling over with your pizza. Yeah, they're walking. safety. Nah, no, no. Yeah, fair enough. What about, by the way, just on bike riders, I just want to just come back to bike riders for one minute. Just, like, in general, like, nothing annoys me more than a bike rider. Like... Not the person. I just mean like riding a bike. I love like casually riding a bike. Like if we're going to go ride down to a cafe uh, casually, like on a BMX, like I'm happy with that. A few jumps. But as soon as, yeah, like if you go go to the DJs, the dirt Jump jumps down pigs. at um, Eaglemont, we can go do that, okay? We can go down to Fitzy Skateball and we'll take our bikes. But as soon as like a leisure ride, like the worst thing I hate, like I'm so happy that I'm not doing any more at footy is bike sessions. Oh. Anything on a bike, like please just don't. Do not do – like, bike sessions are the worst fitness ever. Unfortunately, I'm sorry to say that. They just – they hurt me. Yeah, they're no good. You sit there for an hour just absolutely destroying your lungs. Just in like, pain. Just in, in pain. pain. Go to level 22. Anyway. Come on. Climb the mountain. Man, I'm sitting in a seat in an altitude <laughs> I'd always just Shut do the these. You can't see me right now. You, but you know when you just put your head down and go like, oh, I'm working yeah. so hard, but you're not. You're just, <laughs> you're just like, oh, I'm going to – I'm level, giving everything here. Level 23, <laughs> climb the mountain, boys. One K to go. Shut the fuck up. We're sitting down in this room all together next to each other. And for some reason, I'm in a Come lycra on. suit. I'm in lycra steel. Set the tone. <laughs> oh, God. Very good. Um, um, yeah. Apologies. Okay. I've been walking, obviously, in lockdown a bit. And I walked the lake here in South Melbourne. I'm seeing this mm-hmm. happen everywhere. People nice who, lake. It is a nice lake. People who FaceTime in public while they walk. Oh yeah, man! Mm-hmm. If you're walking and FaceTiming, you're having first of all why, and second of all, why is it the loudest conversation in the world? Like, what? There's no need for you to continue a FaceTime call longer than pick up. Hey, man, just on a walk, gonna put you down. Don't say anything other than that. That's as far as that oh, combo mate. needs to go. Yeah, phones is. I, can I just take this one step further? Geez, we're mm. really complaining. I think we're in a. Sorry to be negative today, but mm. there's another one. FaceTiming and also phone on loudspeaker. Like, oh. what makes you think you've, your your conversation is not more important than anything else right now? Like, please don't do that in front of me. I don't want to hear your conversation. And I don't know if anyone else grew up like this in at home, but like, remember when you were a kid and you're like sitting on the couch and your mum or dad was talking on the phone? And my dad would do this to me like once a fucking night. He'd be like on the phone to a friend and I'm like just a, like watching a movie and then he'd be like, oh, yeah, no, I think Dylan wants to talk to you actually. Yeah, yeah, he wants to talk. And then he'd like give me the phone and I'm like, what? I don't want to be on this phone yeah. call right now. Like I, I don't even know who this is. I have nothing to say. What am I doing? Yeah, I'm with you. Oh, yeah, I hate that. He's Did that like ever happen a- to you? Did Marco go do that for you? Yeah, Marco would for like birthdays and Christmas. He'd be like, okay, and now Daniel <laughs> wants to speak to you. Fuck, no, I don't. What well, don't throw me on. I know what I'm going to say. Yeah, a lot. Fuck yeah, I don't, I don't that's like that. That's pretty good. Feel like we've, uh, oh, I got one more. This Can one? I get one more? And this oh, one's, it's, it's yeah, a Ruckman one. It. It's a Ruckman one. Oh, um, I love this. Manny what Liddy. Being too tall, hitting your head on the moon. <laughs> Manny Liddy, send it in. <laughs> Manny Liddy. People who get the handball, receive off a Ruckman and still kick it long. 
<laughs> don't yeah, do no, that. I agree with that though. I agree you with that. You would do that. Ruckman just, you can't kick. But I can do that. If I want to kick it long, like I'll just let me kick it long, mate. Don't get no, the handball tees off me. Ruckman, I swear to God, as soon as Ruckman have the ball, all, the, the one thing in their head is like, kick it long, kick it long. And then they're just like, oh, what 45 can I hit here? Like, no, you can't hit a 45, mate. Just kick it as long as you can, please. <laughs> nothing you're better. Literally than- gonna just, you, you're going to ruin it. Please but just kick it long. Nothing better than a Ruckman, like, in a, obviously in a, a, a congested pack, like breaks away, breaks out the front of the stoppage, and then like his thought process is like, "Holy fuck, what do I do now?" And just boots it like I've the most uncoordinated that. kick ever. <laughs> some would so, say I played. Some would say I played so, like a hundred and eighty so, centimeter ruckman. Gets so excited, like the hand goes like, start doing three sixties with the ball in their hand, comes <laughs> off their knee. Fuck, it's the funniest shit in the world. Gotta love ruckman. Oh, gee, it's good. We do love ruckman. We're a society. Uh, we are a society. There is a place for them. In health. Uh, all right, Dan. Now it's you, your segment, my friend. Um, oh yes. Then, yeah. Um, can I hey, just say? Hey, oh. by the way, sorry. Can I just jump in here? Oh god. Um, Why are you going to ruin it? I'm not ruining it. Obviously, we've had a few messages. People aren't liking the angst, so I'm going to make a real effort today to support you. So, so I want to say you look really good, and uh, good luck with your segment. Do me a favor. Don't ever ruin my intro to GMZ again. Play the sting. GMZ, GMZ. Okay, okay, deal. Let me just say, start off by saying, God, I love our listeners. I mean, they're just the best don't listeners. Don't even the- try and copy me, mate. You Can don't have the community vibes. Just, you know, you they don't stick have the by community you. vibes. They stick by you through thick and thin, and it's hard to break news. It's not like a review where, you know, you can jump on... Yahoo or Google and type in good things to watch or listen to. You've got to really dig around and find some good news. So, Who's using I'll, Yahoo these days, by the way? Ask Jeeves. Um, I just want to bring up the fact, the news, Logan Paul and Floyd Mayweather fought today. And if you don't know who they are, Logan Paul is a YouTuber, Disney. He was a Disney star, then turned YouTuber. He's taken over social media. He's an absolute star, mate. He is... Not my level TikTok, just a bit below, but he's, mate, he's all time. He's everywhere. Him and his brother, Jake Paul, they're everywhere. They're taking over social media. Floyd Mayweather, mm-hmm. 49 and 0, professional boxer. Probably the best boxer we've ever seen mm-hmm. in our life. Today, those two worlds collided and they got in a ring together. And I tell you what, it was the biggest waste of 50 bucks I've ever spent because they literally, man, they hugged for eight rounds. There was no winner. A winner couldn't be decided because that was in the rules. They couldn't knock each other out. So it just makes me think, how has a YouTuber jumped in the ring with the best boxer of all time? And It's incredible, isn't it? Should it is really I, incredible, to be honest. I, I have massive respect for Logan Paul. Well, it makes me think, maybe I should be jumping in a ring with someone. Um, oh, give me that chance to just lay one right <laughs> on your nose. Oh, just he, like... Mate, Logan wow. Paul was 0-1 and, and he's on YouTube and he's just jumped in a ring with TBE, the best ever. 49-0 Floyd Mayweather. And yes, they could knock each other out, but you know how much money they made? I wrote it down here. Floyd Mayweather yeah, signed do, a $10 million sign-on straight away before well, I'm pretty the sure. Uh, yeah, keep going. It's your segment, sorry. Logan Paul signed a 250k sign-on. After the pay-per-view, Logan Paul is going to make $26 million. Floyd Mayweather is going to make $100 million out of this. For eight Crazy. rounds. There's money in this game. We're missing out. You should get in there and box someone. 
in, in, I, I don't want to be, this could be a people who, but like people who think they know boxing when there's one boxing fight on a year and they watch it, they, they say like they commentate on the boxing match. <laughs> My yeah. mate like that today he was doing that. I was just like, please shut up. You don't know anything about <laughs> boxing. Either do I. Let's just watch it and enjoy it. Okay, please. So when Conor McGregor fights, oh, he's got him in the armbar. Um, you don't know what that is. Okay, he's got his leg right now. Shut up, please. <laughs> okay. Back to the point was I loved watching this fight today. Absolutely loved it because I love Logan Paul. I think he's like one of the best businessmen in the world. And he actually did say, I think Floyd Mayweather after it or or Logan Paul did use your quote actually. I'm Mm. not a businessman. I am a business. The wavelengths James E gets to. Let me just say that again. I'm not a businessman. I am a business man. Okay. He did say that, Um, which I I did think that he probably should have asked you to say, which is good. Mm. But- It's incredible, man. Like he, Logan Paul, a YouTuber. Um, we've got to start respecting these YouTubers. Uh, we've got to get on YouTube as well. That's very mm. cool. But he he said six years ago or something like this that he wanted to be the biggest entertainer in the world. And he'd been, he stands in the mirror every day and he says, I'm the biggest and the best entertainer in the world. And six years later, he's fighting Floyd Mayweather. Like, it's crazy. He spoke it into existence. Spoke it into existence. Yeah. You should say we something love now. Manifestation. Yeah. Okay. Let me think about it. I didn't have anything on the spot. Okay. We'll come back to it. Okay. <laughs> come back. Um. But yeah. Fuck. It was. It was unbelievable. Like to see them do it. Jake Paul. Wow. He is strange. If you don't know him, the, the younger brother. He. I don't. He know scares if he's me. All. I don't know if he's actually all there in the head. I think he's lost it a little bit. Um, yeah. But yeah. Incredible. Loved it. Hey. Great GMC day, man. Thanks, man. I thought we'd bounce back once again. So once again, I was, and I yeah. was end this segment by saying, guys, love you so much. Um, love you heaps. Love you more than deal. Um, you know, I just really appreciate everything you guys do for me. Thanks, guys. That's really nice. Really nice of you to say. Well done. And hey, kudos to you, my friend. If that was on LinkedIn, kudos to you. Thank okay? you. Thanks, I guess. Okay. Hey, after GMZ, after that great segment, up next is the round review. Yeah, round review. Sting it, S-Bone. (laughs) Nice sting, producer Sam. That was sick. Nice one, producer S-Bone. That was sick. We got to pump him up. He's so good at stinging it. Best at stinging stuff. Sting me. You're the best. Uh, what? <laughs> Did you just say? Sorry, what? You're the Sorry. best producer, Sam. Anyway, uh, getting into it. Yeah. Um, yeah. Wow. Melbourne, Brisbane. What a friggin' game. Am what a I good right? Game. This what was a huge. Good I love football. Melbourne at the moment. Come on. Um, mm, nothing better. You know, they, nothing better than sitting back on the couch with a can of bloke in a bar or watching that footy. Am I right? Oh, cracking back a bloke in the bar halfway through saying, I'm going to be so hungover tomorrow. Um. <laughs> Man, the D's look so quick. I didn't realise they were that quick. They get like the mighty ducks. Who was that speed. handball chain, Danny boy? Hey, yeah, who was that the mighty handball chain speed. on the wing where Lever just keeps it in. I was like, "What are you doing, boys? Take it, take it out. Don't listen to Uncle Dill. Keep it in. Bang, bang, bang. Down the corridor on the wing. Handball, handball again. I've lost the names of who they ever they were, but it was nice. Kicked it in, and then Big Spargo. Tony Mac goes bang. It was beautiful. I'm, I'm sure Big oh, Jimmy Spargo loved- was involved. We love Jimmy Spargo. In all seriousness, you uh, we have spoken him into existence, I think. He is dominant. Mate, he's he is lightning. Dominant. He's, he's lightning hard quick. as a cat's head. Yeah, he's he is. so he quick. He's so skillful. Um, love the way he goes about it, the young uh, Jimmy Spargo. We do it. Yeah. Christos is nodding his head, our little uh, our little man mm. here. He just loves the Melbourne Demons. He's just nodding away. He's watch your neck there, Chris. Stop nodding so hard, please. He's nodding away. Um, um, he loves Jimmy Spargo, so 
It's good. How's apparently cloggers if you can find this for us? Gorney in post game said, um, "Yeah, great game from obviously the boys, and we really made an, made an effort to uh, go out there and set the tone. Huge. Set the tone so has good. just taken off. Imagine if AFL players just start saying set the tone on every Fox Footy interview." People are saying it now. I don't think even like try, like they're not even trying to say it. It just shows how much it actually is a part of the language. Mm, it's and a lifestyle. My favourite what set the tone I've seen was the young man. Um, Sammy, if you can help me out, we we shared a a story that he was on the news on the project oh. um, for year twelve, and he said, "I can't wait to get back to school and just set the tone for the rest of the year." That was unbelievable, guys. Un- just believable. If you can, just use it in like any situation at all. Even if you're at school, if like a teacher asks you a question, say, "Oh, Jimmy, what do you think of that?" And it's just say, "Yeah, look, obviously they set the tone pretty early, and um, you know it's it's a great thing about nature. They set the tone, and it can and honestly get you out of anything. Hunted. It will." Thanks to the get time. You get out of anything. Actually, will. Yeah. So, we did love that. So, yeah, Melbourne, by the way, 97 to 75. Good game. Loved it. Clayton Oliver, um, superstar. Bond and Parrish, like those three at the moment, are absolutely dominating. So, hmm. anything else you want to say about that game? No, no. Liked it. I liked uh, Cozzy Pickett, one of my top five favorite players in the world. Oh, mate, he's a fucking star, absolute star. Absolute star. Just so good. On to Sydney versus St. Kilda on the Saturday. That was actually a good game. Uh, hey, by the way, um, Cozzy Pickett, they call him the boss. You know why? Why? Thumbs on seats. On Saturday, Sydney versus St Kilda. Um, <laughs> actually a good game. Um, Saints, I feel Saints obviously should have won. They had a bit of wayward kicking there, but entertaining. Just a reference like- to that joke earlier. It was that Cozzy Pickett puts bums on seats. That's what yeah, I was saying. The thing about that joke, man, that. it was just so bad. I thought it was best for everyone if we just ignore it as if it didn't happen. Yeah, um, but fair we've enough. Come I just back wanted to, to get put context. Yeah, just yeah, no, context. I got it. So just explain it again. Well, I just said Cozzy Pickett, like his nickname's Boss. Yeah. Because he puts bums on seats. Because like you you pay to go watch him play. People are paying to Anyway, so Sydney and St. Kilda, man. Um, <laughs> a great game. It was actually a good game. Saints should have won. <clears throat> Poor Jackie Higgins. Kicked one six in the end, you know. Poor bloke. Hey, did Dave. you know that Jack Higgins actually supported St. Kilda as a kid or not? <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, thanks. I feel like I'm on the couch here. <laughs> I fell on the couch. Um, three, is this 360? Um, <laughs> kick 1-6, the poor kid, and then people start calling Missy Higgins. Don't do that. Don't call him Missy Higgins. Nah, Take it easy that. on him. There's nothing Mate, worse. If you haven't, if you haven't seven shots on goal, oh, not that you'd ever unreal. know what that's like, but I've, I've done it a few times, um, and that's actually Where? very, very impressive. I did it at it's Fitzroy in probably under 14s. So I actually kicked a lot of goals back then. I was a full forward, so, yeah, watch your mouth and watch your tongue what before was that? it gets lost. Little little piss ant league. Yarra, Yarra Golds. Anyway, um, Sydney piss locked in for finals. That's that's incredible. We, we do say this a lot, but they have the young best talent in the league. They're going very well. That blood's mm. culture, as they like to say. It's a strong um, culture. Doing good things. So, yeah, it is. It is. It's mm. very good. Wowee, Adelaide Collingwood. Wasn't this a rip snorter? Crom. The Croms. Hey, good effort by Collingwood. I was actually, Get- yeah. Get on a flight the same day of the game, fly into Adelaide Airport, bus picks you up on the tarmac, you go to a game and you win. Well, it's <laughs> impressive. Um, we're lucky we're not in studio. We're not. We're lucky we're not in studio at the moment because um, I think one of these blokes would have absolutely kicked our door in. His name's Young Jamie Elliott. I think yeah. he just kicked our door in. And we're, we're not even back. there, but he just went to the he went to the studio and just kicked the door in. He kicked it. Yeah. In. So to change the locks there again. Um, he was yeah. very good. Six snags. Did he come back to the twos or he just? Decide I'm coming back, boys. No, he just it's he just came back. back in. He just came back yeah, in. So I had six. I had four in the first quarter and just finished up with six in the end. So I was, was going to put him. I was going to nominate him for list clogger of the week, but I know that the, the fans would have just 
outraged by that. But yeah, I had he, done research. I'd done research behind oh, it because he's actually got a very interesting draft story, but I, I couldn't be bothered explaining it. So he yeah. actually got picked, but I will. He actually got already, picked up by <laughs> you've already burnt one He actually got picked down. up by Giants. He actually mm. got picked up, like, was a Giants pre-selection. So he got picked up as a 19-year-old, was a pre-selection to the Giants, then got traded to Collingwood. Not many people actually know that. So, yeah, just in case well you done. want to know that. I didn't know that. Cool. Yeah. Well done. That's actually good by yeah, you. Yeah, thanks. Good research. Yeah, appreciate it. Thanks so much. Essendon Richmond, dream time at the P, they were calling it. Massive game. Is Shy Bolton, now I've seen this today, everywhere on socials, so we're not breaking news, we are stealing content from everyone, but is Shy Bolton in the top 20 players? I'd say he's nearly in the top 15 at the moment. He is unbelievable. Is he, is he, is he? I don't think so yet, but he's on his way. He's, like, he's a good pl- top 20. Like, that's a lot of Ooh. stars yeah, to be a top is. 20 player. I like, the, but, I like how you're a hard hitter these days. I am, yeah. I'm really just just breaking – sorry, Sam. I'm really just breaking breaking hard facts. Um, no, he's a good player. He's I, on his way. I, Darcy Parrish. I honestly too, think Darcy Parrish is grass. Mate, he is on fire. He is having an absolute season and a half. He's going to get the All-Australian jacket, I think. He had 44 yeah. touches, most ever by a bomber. Yeah, 44. Dominating. And we love the Dons. We love the Dons because the Dons boys love the show. Yeah. Uh, did you hear anything from Drapes this week? Did he uh, get in touch with you? Yeah, Drapes was down in um, Geelong playing for their was twos. He pl- for Geelong? <laughs> yeah. He just flew back because apparently the twos needed a ruckman. He said, bugger it, boys, put my hand up. Don't worry about senior selection in Essendon. I'm going to fly back yeah, down to Geelong. He's such a good bloke like that. Yeah, he's honestly he such a good bloke like that. Yeah, yeah. So he's not far off because he's setting the tone. Very cool. Yeah, he's setting the tone. Very cool bunch of blokes, the young Ds. I'd actually go on to say they've got up there with some of the best talent down yeah. there. Uh, the Ds, sorry, the Dons, I meant. The Dare, the Dons. Sorry, yeah, We are talking about the yeah. Dons. So yeah. unfortunately, one of our, our favourites, Andy McGrath, Pidgey, we call him. Pidgey. Pidgey. 12 weeks. 12 weeks today, confirmed. Eight to 12. So thoughts are with him. Um was in great form. Was in ripping form this year, so he'll be back better than ever. He's a huge captain, correct? And also, deal. Guess what? What? Are you with us or? Yeah, what? I'm just saying what. <laughs> um, we did remember that time with the top ten, the 2018 AFL draft. Yeah, I do. I do. I do remember that. Yeah. Well, let's look ago. at the 2015 draft. Okay. All right. I looked at the draft, and their top ten was this. Wearing number one, Shaki. Oh, yeah. Two, Mills, three. Clayton Oliver went four. Darcy Parrish, five. Bloody uh, hell. Aaron Francis, six. Jacob Hopper, number seven. Callum Archie, eight. Sammy Wiedemann, nine. And Harry Mackay was number 10. What a draft. It's unbelievable. Unbelievable draft. You, are, we re, are we redoing this again? Well, yeah. You want to have a crack at it at the top five at least? Are we doing our five or? Yeah, we'll do five. Oh, we'll do a five out of top whiz. ten. You gotta make a five. Holy smokes! You're picking five out of the players. top twenty. We're only, by the way, are we only doing this of the top twenty? You can do it of yeah, yeah, yeah. The top twenty. Yeah, just the top twenty. Okay. Yeah. Let me just read out first. I'll put in context who's in this so that everyone else knows who we're picking from. Okay, so we've got Braden Fiorone. Fiorini, sorry, from uh, Gold Coast at pick 20. Ryan Burton, Jade Gresham, Tom Doday, Harrison Himmelberg, Daniel Rioli, Eric Hitwood, Matthew Kennedy, Charlie Curnow, Wayne Malera, Harry Mackay, Sam Wiedemann, Callum Archie, Jacob Hopper, Aaron Francis, Darcy Parrish, Clayton Oliver, Callum Mills, Josh Shackey, Jacob Wiedering. Pretty good. Draft. good. Pretty really good. good draft. Um, all right, I'm happy for you to go first. Number five, Eric Hipwood. 200 centimetres, Ooh, yeah. runs like the wind. Mate, you can build around him. He's, I know he's take, taking second fiddle to big Joey Danaher, but if Joey wasn't there, he'd be he'd be kicking a lot of more goals, this bloke. So mm-hmm. 
The big eel. Uh, number four, Darcy Parrish. Great season. Just absolutely gone to another level this year. That's why he's now number four. Number three, Jacob Weedering, mate. He is a rock back there. A lot of balls come in. He just punches them away, intercepts, good by foot. Number two, Clayton Oliver. He is just a gun mid. Probably he'd be up there to win a Brownlow this year. And my number one pick of that draft, Harry Mackay, leading the Coleman. He's just absolutely massive. Saw him down to the cafe once. He was scared of me, but still a big boy nonetheless. So that's mine. Harry Mackay is like as big as you, but way stronger and way better. Like it's, I'm not just saying that in a way. Like he is so big. Yeah, I wouldn't have. You, with the same height and equal ability if I was up and running at full capacity. No, no definitely not. Um, all right, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go hard here. So this is so hard. I hate doing this. You know, I hate doing this. Pick five here. Also, sorry, um, just to just yep. to preface, I was actually picked up in the um, 2015 um, free agency draft. So just leave me out of it if you can. Oh shit! Okay, let me just quickly change something. <laughs> let me just quickly change. No stress. Um, you need right. to change it around yeah, a bit. Thanks. All good. Yeah, I've done. Just it did stuff a few things up um, at later picks, but yeah. All right, number five. I love the way this bloke goes about it. I reckon he's an outright star. He needs to. He needs his team to be playing better with him. But when this bloke's up and going, he's as good as anyone. Jade Gresham. Yep. Yep. Mm. Pick five. Mm. Okay. Juicy. Number four. I I don't think this bloke gets the credit he deserves. He does definitely in the AFL world, but I don't think in the in the media he gets the credit he deserves. One of the best, like toughest midfielders I've ever seen. And played two games with Jacob Hopper. Yep, yep, agree. I like him. Pick four. All right, pick three. Crossing over now, full back. This bloke is a star. We'll play 300 games. You know, probably the best one on one defender in the league, Jacob Weedering. Yep, agreed. At three. Pick two, Clayton Oliver, Clary Oliver. Mm. I don't think Clayton Oliver gets enough. He was a bolter in this draft. I remember thinking about it now. I love watching the drafts. He was very – no one knew anything about him. He was picked up. He didn't even play I, – I, I don't think he played Vic Country. He might not have even – he might have played like towards the end of the year, but he was someone that was like – was not on the radar of many clubs at all. And for Melbourne to go over him, especially at the stage they were at back then, like, fuck, they're lucky this paid off because he is an absolute star now. And it was a very good pick. So Clayton Oliver at number two. And then this year, mate, I've had to say, big Harry Mackay, yep. far out. He's a star. He's going to be an absolute superstar. But, Dan, mm. I've got one more pick that when this bloke's up and going, could be better than all these players. Yep. Totally. Charlie Kerno. Yeah, agree. Yeah, when Charlie gets back, and if he gets back to what he was, oh, boy. <laughs> it's going to be scary. He, he honestly, I've, yeah, I think Charlie's one of the best players. I've, yeah. I've, like, natural ability of probably seen like he, he will be scary when he comes back and hopefully gets back very soon. Well, when you put it like that, it's very dark for blue supporters at the moment. But do you think in that draft, they've got Harry Mackay, Jacob Weedering and Charlie Curnow oh, in mate. one draft. That's impressive. It's, yeah. Times are tough, but you look at the spine, Weedering, and then you've got Walsh, Cripper in there helping Walshy, uh, Curnow, and then Harry. It's not as bad as what it is at the moment. Obviously, it's not yeah, great. Yeah, but they're not winning any games, though. So just, just said, just it's not as bad. If yeah. you think about what we could be, potential... Oh, look, mm. it's pretty bad, to be honest. Let's, let's yeah, but it. if you just imagine what we could be, it's better to think of it like that. Yeah, okay, cool. Um, all right, moving on to Sunday's game. So I don't know why we had that in the middle of this, but anyway, um, Sunday's game now, Blues versus West Coast. Did you see, Dan, the last time that the Blues beat West Coast? Do you know when that yeah, was? It was 1996. No, it wasn't. I had a guess. No, it wasn't. It was 2015. It was 
It was 2015. Yeah, I had a guess. Do you know where it was? It was the uh, MCG, and you played that game. You got subbed out. No, it wasn't. It wasn't. It wasn't at the MCG, and I didn't get subbed out. Do you know where? It, do you know where it was, Dan? Where it was? It was yeah. Optus. No, no, it wasn't. It wasn't Dan. It was at Eddie Had Stadium. Ah, oh, yes. Do you know fan. what happened in that game? Uh, we were down by 40 points at three-quarter time. Do you know what I said? Boys, strap yourself on my back. Oh, I'm going to take us to the promised land. But I kicked a goal. I snapped one from about 60 metres. Luke Shuey got stuck into the contest. We brought it up last week, I think. And that's what happened again. Uh, they didn't win this week. There was no one out there, but that's what happened. And it was a great game. So that was the last time they beat West Coast. They'll probably never beat them again. Who knows? But um, in all seriousness, I was watching this game as a halfbacker, and I thought, look, if I was playing this week, and this was back in 2015... And I was playing on Liam Ryan. I'd have 14 kicked on, on me. Oh, you'd be in all 14. sorts. You'd be in absolute all sorts. You might not ever come back, recover from what he would have done to you. No, neither. I don't think I would have. Do you know what's the hardest thing about him? The matchup is so hard because he's small, mm. but he plays tall. So do you play a small defender on him or do you put a tall defender on him, but then they're not quick enough to actually yeah. go with him? It's, it's, it's a hard matchup. You're right. He's very hard. I reckon Braden Maynard's the only bloke that can somewhat play on him. That's a great matchup when those two go it against is, each other. It is, it is. It's um obviously mate, we've we've lost the blues, us blues fans. Things aren't great at Blue Land. And I speak for yourself, mate. I'm a giant, you know oh, that. Oh wow, probably cut that out for everyone. Um <laughs> things aren't great, mate. I don't get how but other teams are have rebuilt and they're better than us. So what's going on? Because I can't put a finger on it. And I don't like seeing what's happening at the moment. Because oh, it's happened oh, for know, a long, long time. It has. And you know what? And I'm, I'm, I'm laughing at this, but I'm not laughing because I'm laughing because it's so awkward. Is like, I genuinely feel so sorry for the fans, man. Like mm. When you leave the game, you realise how much it actually means to people. I, I know that sounds stupid, 100%. but when you're in the bubble and you don't realise like how much the fans put into it, like it's fuck, it is honestly devastating. It's to see, like You know what it's like going after a game after a loss and you go on Twitter and you see like the fans just like going mental and you're just like, fuck, you know, this actually means so much to people. Mm. Yeah, you're right. Um, you're right. There's a player like you're like, oh, whatever, it's just a game of footy. Like I hope I play it all right or I don't really care or think about it. But like now that we're outside of footy and going for them, you're like – you actually set up people's mood for the week and stuff, which is like unfair, I guess. But like, it also comes with being a, a footy player, which sucks. But like, I've been fat, like so flat this week, this last two days. Guess saying today. Yeah, I oh, know, but you got to know. I like, people got to know as well. Oh, you, you should, but people got to know as well. This, the players are—they're not laughing at this. Like, they are absolutely devastated. Like, this is going to be—it's so tough being a footy mate. Like, being a Carlton player, especially. Like, fucking hell, mm. it's just. I don't know, man. I honestly don't know. I, like, they're going to be sweet. They, event, like, it can't be like this forever. Mm. But, like, something's got to change. Yeah. They know that. They all know that. I think it's got to – Stick tough. Yeah. It'll be right. You know, what, you know what the worst thing is? Mm. You don't want to have games on Sundays and you don't want to lose on Sunday because then you're in everyone's forefront of the mind for the rest of the week. Yeah, that is right. honestly the fact. If they lost that game on a Saturday, no one would care. Yeah. You do not want to lose Sunday games. And that's one thing I've picked up for a long time. Sunday games suck. Because every reporter has got all Sunday afternoon to pick up, write their article, and get it ready for Monday yeah, morning. Yeah, good call, good take on that. Well done. Thank you. Um, really appreciate it. We'll be back. Um, did, I don't know if you saw Brad Shepard got knocked out real, real bad, and so did Nick Newman. There was a lot yeah. of injuries this game. A lot of, a lot chaos, of injuries. A lot of injuries. I, I don't know how sad and he like that was one of the biggest head knocks I've that seen. Was like, he was like terrible. knocked out mid air and then like double hit when his head hit the ground. Hopefully he's all right. Send our love to, to Shep. He's a, a ripper. Mm-hmm. Um, another big game at. The Perth Stadium, huge game. 
Geez, the doggies are going well at the moment. But Frio versus Bulldogs, it's actually very close. Very good game. I actually did watch this. Um, fantastic game. What would you make of it? Frio are one of those teams like you don't think that they're going to be competitive because you don't obviously there are a lot of young players in Melbourne we might not get as much exposure to them but they compete every week like they're always around the mm-hmm. mark they never just get flogged um, I actually really really like Longmuir I don't know what's about him I reckon he just seems like the nicest yeah, player yeah he does seem like a good bloke he seems like a good coach um, Jack McRae had 35 again you know in the last 24 games he's averaging 32 touches that's including yeah, 20 annoying. minute quarters last year share it around a bit Matt, I I think he'll win the Brownlow. I think it's a weighted numbers thing. Like eventually, like you've just got to acknowledge that he's having forty a week. Yeah, he definitely could. It's impressive. Yeah, very impressive. Oh, no, no. Did you see um big astronauts, Mark? Yeah, that was huge. Man, geez, a massive. Player. I look like him. Dan, I don't know about this. But we got to speak to the AFL. We brought this up last week. I think nearly for the last six weeks, Fremantle's had every single last game on a Sunday. It's get them off every, for the year. Get them off that that schedule. They're on the they're they're on the graveyard shift. Oh, if I was Fremantle, I would be seriously putting some words to the AFL at the moment about that. Give them a Friday night game. Give them a Thursday night game. Put them on their own platform and let's watch them. It'd be good to watch. Mm-hmm. Uh, All righty, mid-season predictions, my friend. This is what we get to. This is the fun stuff. This is what we love. This is why we play the game. It's why we set the tone. Uh, it's why we set the tone. All right. Um, mid-season predictions for our top four. Who's going to finish top four? So my top four at the end of the season is going to look, I think, like this. Demons, Geelong, mm-hmm. Bulldogs, and Port Adelaide will all get that home final. It's what I'd say right now. I don't think Demons are going to get okay. caught at the top, and I think Geelong is just going to keep winning, and Port Adelaide are going to jump ahead of Brizzy, and they'll get the home final. Okay. My turn. I'm going to say... I'm going to say Melbourne, mm-hmm. Bulldogs, Brisbane, Richmond. Oh. Richmond will win the flag. No, oh. no, I'm sorry. Like I don't want them to, I, but they're going yeah, to. I'm so, they're going to win the I'm flag. I'm so sick of saying that they're they're off and they're not going to win it because I do this they're, every they're year. They're going to win the flag. I'm back on them as well, by the they're, way. Oh god, they're going to win the flag. They will. All right. Um. um so at, Brownlow. At Brownlow, I think um, McRae will win the Brownlow as I said before. Okay, I'm going to say Clary Oliver. Yeah, nice. I like that. I like that. Who Who's going to sneak into the eight? It looks pretty set right now, but outside the eight, who do you think will jump in? Because I think that eight um, position is still available. I don't know about this, but I'm still keeping this under wraps. But I, you know I love West Coast. Mm-hmm. They're very depleted at the moment. Mm. They're, they're seventh, so they're, they don't need to sneak in. They're already mm-hmm. there. But I still am not counting them out for a late Charger finals. Yeah. I just can't do it. Yeah, yeah. The team that'll sneak in, the only team that is possible to sleep, sleep, um, sneak in out of those ones, I think, is Essendon, and they're sitting ninth at the moment. Yeah, I have either Essendon or Giants just sneaking in. Yeah, I think. I think nice like that. About time you show the Giants some love. Yeah, I do love them. Um, Rising star, rising star. If Nick Nick Cox gets a nomination and plays like he did for the rest of the season, he'll get it. But if not, Tom Green is just so consistent. Well, what's with you with the Giants at the moment? Wow. Yeah, they had a, they were talking to me. I've got to get around them. Fair enough. Um, I agree with Nick Cox. I reckon he's genuinely the, like the biggest star. I'm looking at the like Rising Star website at the moment. It's got Nick Cox on it. He hasn't even been nominated yet. Yeah. Um, he's a favourite. It hasn't been nominated, which is just a huge effort. 
Let me just go through the list here. Sorry, guys. Yes, Tom Green as well. Absolutely love him. Really love the way Lockie Shoal goes about it. But I think, yeah, I think you're right. Mm. Nick Cox has got to win this. I think we're getting to that stage with List Clogger of the Week at the moment as well, to be honest. It's not – I wanted to chat to you about this. I think we're actually doing it shortly. But it, I think these days it's not so much, from my point of view, the performance on the weekend. Second half of the year, I'm going on blokes that have just been consistent for the year yeah. as well. If that's all right with you, I just want to have that chat yeah. later. Yeah, I'm with you. I'm Don't answer now. Don't answer now, but let me know when we get I'll to it. I'll email you. Yeah, email me. And who, we'll who's going to win it. the flag, Bucker? Uh, oh, God. I think Richmond might win the yeah. flag. Man. I think Port Adelaide are going to win it. Man, they haven't played their best anywhere near their best footy. They're going to get a home final mm. and then there's going to be hard stop. You all right with Port Adelaide? You guys still all right? Or? Nah, still off them, but I think they'll win a flag. Hmm. Interesting. Um, question of the week, new segment, very exciting. Where should we play the grand final if we can't play it in Vic? Could it be a bit of an NFL setup where it goes around, home ground advantage, etc., etc.? What ground would you think you'd play the grand final at if it wasn't at the G? I think, see, Saturday was a great audition for Perth because they sold it out and the crowd was actually unreal. So I think Perth would deserve to get it after what they showed on the Saturday. I think it'd be good for footy if Perth got it. I'd have to agree with you, yeah. my friend. I think that stadium's unreal. All the diehard fans um, over there as well. They love their footy over there. So The only reason as well, like Adelaide Oval, it there's there's areas of that ground that like aren't in the stands as well, I'm pretty sure. There is, yeah. So, like, how would that, like... They have the hill. Yeah, on the, hill. on the hill there, it'd be crazy to sort of, like, work that yeah. out. But I don't know. Maybe it'd be cool. Mm. But, oh, yeah, I think Perth Stadium, um, Optus Stadium would be unbelievable to see a game there if it wasn't at the G. I don't... Yeah, I don't really mind where it is. I'm, I think it would be good there. True, true, true. But I just don't want it at night, Dan. I nah, do not don't do that night. again. But then again, if it's, at, if it's in Perth, the only annoying thing is for Victorians and Eastern uh, states is that the game would be, like, really late. Yeah. It'd be like a twilight game, which would be weird. Yeah, I mean, at times. So I can't do another night grand final. It was a long day last year, hanging no, on sucked. trying to watch a grand final. All righty, my friend. Here we go. At time of the night, mm-hmm. winners and losers. Play it. <laughs> oh, you keep Wow, oh, wow, oh, wow. Mm-hmm. Look, do we even do this this week? I think we, we touched on it before. We have to do it, mate. We have to give it to them. Carlton are my losers this week. I mean... They had, we, we played West Coast twos. We've played West Coast reserves. And, you know, there was still a few big names out there. Yeah, there was. But there was 10 that were missing. And we didn't even look like winning at all at any stage. So, Carlton, you're my losers this week, unfortunately. Yeah, look, unfortunately, me too. It hurts me to say. But, you know, everyone would agree. I think they would even agree. All the all the club that's listening, I'm sure they're all listening. We still love them. Oh, we Doesn't do. mean we don't. But, yeah, losers this week. Especially with the buys. Um, mm. That's really hurt them this week because it's a, a shorter comp. So they are the losers this week. The winners, Dan, the winners, because this was huge. It was big. was big. Who's your winner? Uh, my winner this week is actually Collingwood. Yeah, I'm with you. Rap for them. I'm with you. Rap They're mine the as well. Jamie Oliver's gone bang, bang, bang. He's kicked six. As you said earlier, they traveled and played in the same day, which is massive. Um, love the pies at the moment. They're going pretty well. Um, sorry, no, they haven't, but they've been going better than they have been. That's been a big one. You know what? Nathan Buckley cops a lot of slack, but he's a he's a smooth operator, mate. He's a very smooth operator. You can't help but love him in the media. Like he just he just does interviews so well. Yeah, he's very calm and collected, and love how he serves back it's when great. he has to. But very calm, yeah. very calm. Yeah, good good on him. Getting on a flight the day of a game, then there used to be nothing worse than like 
playing two, sometimes you have to travel like an hour plus to get to a game and you come off just being like, come out of the car or the bus, absolutely knackered. So to get on a flight, get on a bus, couldn't even go out and see Adelaide, come in, win a game of footy. Good on you. Good on you all. Very impressive. Well done. Well done, well done to well, the, all the pies. I'm sure they're listening. Um, tips, and, uh, tips and round preview. Big game on Saturday night. This is actually always a good game. Port versus the Cats. Um, I'm not sure if these uh, these ovals are updated at the moment, but Port versus the Cats at Adelaide Oval. Geez, that's a that's a good game. Who do you reckon? It is Thursday night as well, which is good. So um, we love Thursdays. We do love Thursdays. Uh, Port uh, Adelaide Oval. That Port will win that. Yeah, never never tear us apart. Never ever tear us apart. Um, SCG on the Friday, Sydney Hawks. These are good games. These are I good hate games. each other. These two very good games. Yeah. Oh, they do. They definitely do. Uh, I'm going to say. I'm going to say the Swans. I'm saying the Swans as well. Oh, about time. Oh, Frio. we're on. on. Here we go. Frio Suns. Dan, it's still a twilight. Oh, no, it's, that's actually not a bad time. 4.15. Okay. Like I like that. On the Saturday Arvo, that's a very good time to good watch on as well. Yeah, so. good watching time. And watch they deserve this, this game. They do. Uh, who wins? Uh, Frio at Optus. They'll beat the Suns. Mm. How are the Suns going at the moment? Uh, off the bye too. Teams traditionally never go well off the bye. Nah, never do. You've got to travel off a bye as well. Not what you want. Not ideal. No. Nah. All right, I'm going I'm going for you. Yeah. Uh, next one, Saints versus the Crows. Man, Kaz- Saints. Kazali Stadium in Queensland. Is- oh, okay. Oh, interesting yeah, venue. Played there before. I think Adelaide. They, oh. Adelaide are known to love Kazali Stadium. Yeah, because they're like birds and they fly. Yeah, they can fly there at the Casale Stadium because they're croms. Yeah. Um, yeah. So they'll they'll win that because they love flying and such. And they have Jimmy Rowe as well, just setting the tone, left, right and centre. Oh, they, yeah, Jimmy Jimmy Rowe just reminding the boys where, <laughs> like, you know, if, if, they, if, if they need like six points to win, just let them know. Guys, yeah, we six points. A goal will win it for us, guys. <laughs> Thanks, Jimmy. We love that, Jimmy. <laughs> he's actually star. Yeah. I absolutely love his energy. Yeah, yeah. Um, he's a superstar. I'd love to maybe get a shout out from Jimmy. Yeah, yeah, I'd love to see it from Jimmy. I'd love to hear from him. Um, oh, here um, we go. North oh, wow. the Giants on the Sunday. That's sort of be a juicy yeah, should game. We, should we sort of precursor some exciting news for next yeah, week? Let's, we, uh, we can't say what's happening, but let's just say we've got some exciting yeah. news next week. Mm. And may it just be something to do with the Kanga, 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 Roo, Roo, Roo. Yeah, yeah, it's very exciting. We've uh, Both parties have spoken to each other. And we've got something for, for you, which is very exciting. How good. So I'm good. Excited. It's the best what we've got. Can't wait to tell you. Uh, Giants win, though. Sorry about that, unfortunately. Uh, um, oh, no, I'm I'm getting on north after our recent talking with them. Oh, I'm around them. Yeah. I'm, big, I'm big on Actually, them. so am I. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm on them now, so, I'm all uh, They're going to win. I'll tip them um, all year. Especially at Bloodstone Arena. That's where they, and they, they love, love to play. Bloodstone you know they Arena. That's a, you know, that's yeah. their second home is what they say. They do say that. West Coast, Richmond. This is a big game, Danny Boy. I've said this. I, I, look, every week I nearly give up on the Eagles. It's just because I believe in them so much. Mm. Elliot Yo's back in that team. He's an outright star. One of my favorite players in the AFL. Mm. West Coast could quite possibly win. They could. They do. They're at their home. Uh, that helps. I think, I know that I'm off them, but because I've jumped back on them, I'm going to go Richmond. Yeah. So Richmond will win. Uh, and last Monday, Queen's birthday, um, the big freeze game as well, yes. which is very, very important. Obviously, something that's grown, and so it should, because uh, it's a it's a great great cause for for M um, and D and Neil Danaher, great awareness that's being raised for this game. So, a big game. The slides in Melbourne. The game is in the SCG. Um, I think that. 
Melbourne. I think Melbourne is too good. Yeah, I'm going to have to agree with you there, uh, my friend. I'm going to have to agree with you. The buys have got the Suns. North Melbourne do not have the buy because they are playing the Giants. Port Adelaide. Uh, and the buys, the, the twos players, it'll be uh, taking some time off, and so they should. Brisbane Lion have the buy. Carlton, the Dogs, and the Bombers all have the buy. So a few happy boys there. Danny boy. Mm. It's that time of the week. Let's go. Play this thing. I am a good player. I'm a very good player. All right. Boy, oh boy, oh boy. This team is starting to fill out. And did, did I just got your email confirmation. You said that you were happy to go with, uh, speaking of not just good performances, but people that have really just put in the work. Like your Nick Cox is in the Rising Star, but we need to start bringing this rule into List Club of the Week where it's just on a, a solid, solid season. Yeah. That isn't dominant by any stance of one game, but just consistency. Yeah, just, a, what we just a body of work over the season, I think. We love that. Yeah. Um, I'll let you kick it off. Okay. I am going with a guy who, mate, it's, it's very impressive. He was pick 93 in the rookie draft. Wow. Yeah. He's played 142 games. On the weekend, he had 25 touches. He went at 92% efficiency, plays in utility, knows his role, and just plays it. A classic list clause, yep. what we need. I present to you Harry Cunningham. He is Harry Cunningham. Harry Cunningham. Do you know Dan as well? Harry Cunningham. So do you know that he was actually? I know a lot about this. Mm. These sort of weird stats for some reason, but he was actually on. So Giants could have picked him up for free mm. and didn't want him, and then he went to the Swans. Mate, well they missed out because he is just a mole of consistency. One hundred forty-two games, like I said, pick mate, pick ninety-three in the rookie draft. I'd even know it goes to ninety-three. In the no, rookie neither. draft, like no one's That's no one's like, paying attention at pick ninety three in the rookie draft. There was people. There was like passes that got you know. There was like passes before him that got picked before him in the draft. Yeah, the, the, the Swans they might have accidentally just slipped on the laptop and selected him. Like that's how that's I how late that, that draft would have to go for that to happen. Absolutely love that one. That's great. Uh, it's so, be, but I'm going to try. Go. All right, this bloke a little bit like um, Cunningham it just gets his job done week in, week out, week in. Week out. And week in. And 2021 has been a year for him where he's just taken his game to the next level. Now, this man was pick 40 in the 2014 draft. So not too low, but not too high um, around that second, third round. But you know, sometimes you, that round is just nearly snooze fest. Uh, it's just a pass. It's a snooze fest. Absolute snooze fest. Who cares? Mm. Alex Neil Bullen. Oh, A and B. I love this bloke. I reckon he's a tough as they come. He, I feel like in the last, like his whole career since 2014, I don't know this, but I just feel like he's been the whipping boy. Like if they get, if he was like the player that just always like got dropped out of the team if they'd lost or, or anything like that. But now he's just come back. He's playing some very good footy this year. Super clean, super contested. Um, he's just got the spirit. Love the way he goes about it. Yeah, so, man, you know what I've, he is? He is like, he is Melbourne's version of Nick Graham. Like, I was about to say that, but like, in the, no, but like, Neil Bullen is so much better than, like, so oh, much better. better than Nick Graham. Way better. So much better. Yeah, he But is. like, I know what you mean. He's like, he, I feel like he was the whipping boy, but now, good, he's finally woke up to himself, said, mate, this bloke's the heart and soul of this team. Let's, mm, let's get start him giving him the appreciation he deserves. Yeah, yeah, we set the time. So how, and, and we need that, we need that, um, in uh, in in our team at the moment, yeah. Well, they're, mate, they're all the heart and soul of the team. But you're right. Um, yeah, we do. So, how are we doing it this week? Is it going back to team selection with the, the cloggers? Or? I liked it on Twitter. Uh, Twitter uh, on uh, Instagram. Instagram. Did you did you like that? I, yeah, I, I like match committee with everyone. I'm a big fan of match committee. 
I think um, yep. getting them involved in that is, is massive for the culture. Yep. And uh, Christos is making up some great graphics at the moment as well. So make sure we, we like and tap on those mm. bad boys. They, they are fantastic. Yeah, they're great. Um, well done, Christos. So, yeah, we'll put that up. It's a, it's actually – I feel like that could be tight. I do like the night pick 93. Yeah. But I, I do love Alex Neil Bullen as well. So I feel like they're both very deserving. Correct. Happy either way. Happy either way. Yeah. I am also. Oh, wow. Can I just say now, something? Can before I just? Start? Can I just? Sorry, sorry. Can I just say something? Can I just say how wonderful it's been to speak to every, <laughs> like every one of you, every week. The privilege I have to talk for one hour a week and to be in your ears. Please don't think that I take that lightly, because it's been an absolute honour for me. So I cannot thank you all enough for your love, support, kindness, gratitude, empathy, and love again, because it really truly means a lot to me yeah. and the community that we're building here at Variety Pick is really really means a lot to me so can I just say thank you yeah. so much from the bottom of my heart from the bottom of my heart can I just say to you all thank you so much for your eyes and ears thank you and can I just say quickly I forgot to mention this at the top <laughs> how much I love you all and appreciate you so anyway and- back into priority pick for this week now I just I might just say it was incredible this week um, I honestly didn't really know what to do because I was just getting so many messages flooded about the sure thing podcast and I was honestly overwhelmed um, in a tough week for me again sorry sorry I was just getting a bit emotional um, that Same. you know it's just been I just want to say how hard it's been uh, and you guys have been really supportive of me of that. So I just want to thank you. And I hope you enjoyed the, the podcast, a sure thing, which you all did because you all messaged me and I thank you for it. Now, this week I thought, well, look, my priority pick is they love to podcast. Why not give them another one? Hmm. Fair enough? That's fair. I'm going to go through now for priority pick. Unless, unless I hear differently from my people, I'm going to tell them my favorite podcast because we are a podcast. So I thought, why not also help them? with some more podcasts to listen to? Yep, smart. Um, this one this week is one of my favorites. And it's along the same lines of the sure thing. So I'm sure that everyone will love this one. I'll slowly transition out. I'll get more, but I just want to, I want to, I know you like something. I want to give you something a little bit, I want to give you something a little bit similar. You know what I mean? You go to Macca's, you order a cheeseburger. I'm not going to give you a fillet of fish. I'm going to give you a Big Mac. Okay. I'm going to go up another level. I'm going to give you something that's along the same lines. So this show is an ABC series. Um, and may I just say, ABC put the best podcast together. Like the editing and stuff is unbelievable. This one is called Unravel True Crime Snowball Season 4. So the podcast is called Unravel True Crime Snowball. And there's different seasons in this. So you've got to find it. It's Season 4. Episode 1 is called Girl with the Dragonfly Tattoo. Okay. Mm. Episode one is called Girl with a Dragonfly Tattoo. Now, basically this story, it's unbelievable. It's set in New Zealand. There's a, a, New Ze- a Kiwi guy um, and he's dating an American girl. And anyway, they're dating for a few years or, or months or something like that. And basically they, she's, there's something off about her. She's a bit strange. The family doesn't love her. They go to start this cafe and they start this cafe. They get a mortgage off the family. They borrow all this money. They start this cafe. It doesn't go too well. All of a sudden, bang, she vanishes off the planet of the earth. No one knows where she's gone. She's gone. She's taken all the money. She's left. So this story is about these people that team up with him and they track her down and find her and try and get to the bottom of what's happened. Interesting. Um, I can't say too much more about it because I don't want to ruin it, but it is unbelievable. It is unbelievable. Believable. That's good. Yeah, I'll, I'll definitely tune into that. It's cool. That's a good one. <laughs> what's it? What's it called? The girl with the dragon tattoo. 
No, it's not. That's a movie, and that's a very good movie too. That I that's a that's a good film actually. That I will preview uh, another review another time. But yep. this one's called Unravel True Crime mm-hmm. Snowball. It's got like a little green um, teal tile. We, we should actually just put the the link in the show notes. Is that okay, Sam? Sam, just nod. Yeah. We'll do that. Episode one is called The Girl with the Dragonfly Tattoo. Basically, as I said, it's about that. In the podcast, I track her all over the United States, states try find her to get the money back. One of my favorite podcasts to date. So please check that one out. And can I just say again to finish it, thank you so much to everyone that um, gives me the time. And I really appreciate I really appreciate you all here at Priority Pick and don't take your love for granted. So thank you so much. Guys, have I ever said how much you all mean to me? <laughs> No, no, very good by you, Dil. That's um, yeah, thank you. You know what? I, uh, I, this is growing. Did you listen to the sure thing? Did you listen? No, to the sure I thing? did listen to the sure thing, but I started watching the imposter, and that um was a bit silly because one, the guy, the guy, the guy that the kid that went missing had blonde hair, blue eyes. The guy, I did say this. The guy that they brought back home was um of Mexican Spanish. descent with black yeah. hair. Um, yeah, I know. <laughs> But good. That's what I'm saying, Dan. Obviously, something happened with that family that they had, you know, that something, someone in the family had obviously done something to the poor kid. Mm. That's why when they said we found him, they couldn't say no, that's not him because then they'd be like, oh, well, why? How? Like, where's where is he then? Yeah. So that was the point of that. I didn't get to explain that part. <laughs> well, you did um, now. Two I weeks panicked. later, I panicked. Yeah, panicked. About that's that, good. So make sure you check that out. But um, yeah, make sure you listen to the sure thing. Yeah, Danny boy. Oh, I'll, I'll give it a crack. Give it a crack tomorrow. Yeah, give it a no, crack. Mate. Hey. Um, give it a crack. Guess what? What an episode. What a bloody episode. What, 20 in yeah, now? Huge. Pretty good. Some good bits in this. 20 in. 20 Did in. I think we'd get here? No. They say you do uh, your best work after 20. Oh, let's hope so. You iron out all the um, all the niggles and the uh, the kinks yeah. into the first 20. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you make yeah, us- well, I'm looking forward to getting back in the studio. It's a lot easier. It is. We're obviously uh, on the net at the moment. It is. But uh, hopefully it sounds good. Hopefully we've kept your company. Mm. over the lockdown in Victoria and everywhere else over Australia. Well, we love you. Yep. We can't wait to get on a plane and see you all. Hey, in seriousness, we had that live show at Melbourne Central. It got cancelled. Yes. Um, we're going to be doing a lot more of that when we get out of this because yeah. we just want to get around We want to see all your list um, callers. We want to see you in person to person. We want to get around you. We want to see how hard yeah. you're seeing the tone. We want to feel the energy that you're bringing. We do. We're looking forward to it. Um, but till next week, my friend. I'll, uh, I'll see you soon. See you then. He's celebrating a point. Jackie Chan returns.